community was so big in my world. Yeah. Like it, it changed the trajectory of my career as a kid in Cleveland. I don't think I ever thought I would be in a Marvel movie. Like yeah. that's crazy. There's a finite amount of time and, and that doesn't make me want to hustle more because nothing that we have, nothing that we amass goes with us. I feel like a lot of the Hollywood stuff is so fake. This is going to sound absolutely crazy. Hi. <laughs> this is the first time we're meeting each other in person. In person. We have done a lot of Janet Jackson work online yes. together, but yes. never this, yes. which is pretty exciting. I I mean, it's I've seen you on my television and movies for I don't know how long. Oh. And then to share that love that with Janet. That love of Janet. That love of Janet. Um, but Janet loves you. You That's know what? A little bit of a difference. I think Janet loves you. She probably loves you too. Y'all had a nice conversation I about think the truck. Janet likes me. I think she likes me, but I think she loves you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the the fact that I can say without hyperbole that I think she's my friend now. Yes. Is pretty exciting. Yes. Like she's and you know this because you got to talk to her. She's exactly what we thought she was. Yes. Like yes. you know sometimes they say don't meet your heroes, but I was like, well you're really as nice as I always she's thought she would super, be. Super super. I don't want to say down to earth because I do think she's you know. Un- a different mm-hmm. in a different plane mm-hmm. but I think she she is so right there she's so absolutely. present she's absolutely so present absolutely and yeah. I do you know I would say that I think she's down to earth because you imagine the way she grew up and how you know the way the spotlight has always been yeah. on her the fact that she's able to even connect with people that didn't grow up that way shows yeah. that she's down to earth to yeah. me you know what I mean and she always has time always she has time for people like her people mm-hmm. have to pull her away mm-hmm and I, I like that. I'm going to yeah. say this. There's never been a time that I've texted her that she has not texted me back almost Okay, we're going to do a slow. Oh, let's back up a little bit. So yeah. We're going to do the slow flex, the soft flex. There's never been a time, been a time when, I've, when, when I've, I've texted my friend Janet Jackson <laughs> where she hasn't texted me back immediately. Like, it's like, not yes. immediately, but you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, you, she don't leave you on red. Yes. You know, because the thing is, she's always checking to make sure you're okay and do you need anything. Like, how are you over in London yeah. or preparing a tour and you have time to say, how's your heart or how yeah. you doing? You know, she's just lovely. I, I agree. And yeah. it's so because they say don't meet your heroes. That's what they, they say. say don't do I say it. meet them. Yeah. I say go well, meet why, them. Why does she mean so much to you? You know, it's probably it probably mirrors the reason that you love her. You know, she and Kim Fields were really the only mm. version of myself that I saw when I was a kid. Right. So it was good times and different strokes and um, and um, uh, facts of life for me yeah. as a kid. And it was it was Janet and it was Kim and Janet, both of them. But we're speaking of Janet. She just looked like me. And I, I'm not flexing like I think I look like Janet. No, but I'm I was saying thinking like, that when I, we were sitting here, I was thinking you in person, you look like Janet. Oh, you could be in her family. That's nice. You really do. But I'm saying like she looks like us. Like she's she was a little, little brown skinned girl, you know, that looked like us. She had hair like us, little face like us. And I just thought, wow, like I saw myself in her. Right. Yes. And then through the years, her music just the Rhythm Nation album. Forget it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just that album was when I was in, I think, my first year, like last year of high school, first year of college when that one came out. And I loved Control as well. Yeah. But something about Rhythm Nation, just the the things that she was talking about and what she wanted for the world and and fighting injustice like I'm like oh my god her heart is is solid too and all the Jacksons their whole all of them are just lovely human yeah. beings my yeah. god and new new agenda knocked me out I mean, stop it just stop before, but new agenda still to this day obviously mm-hmm. very relevant but right. I, I, I listen to that song on headphones before I'm about to go on stage mm-hmm. try to affect people absolutely to change things absolutely it's just so there's just so many, I mean we could talk about this we could, whole, this could be a podcast about Janet podcast. and this is the thing too we don't have a lot of people doing music that 
makes you think mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, when Marvin Gaye was out, he was doing his stuff. Janet is like another person that came up and said, no, no, let's talk about homelessness. Let's yeah. talk about what's happening. She was talking about school shootings long yes. before yes. anybody was talking about yes. school shootings. You know, I just think she's, I just think she's lovely. As someone who is her friend, do you, I mean, okay. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> I'm a buddy. With, buddy. Okay, yes. Do you, what I kind of picked up on, you know, mm -hmm. we didn't spend a lot of time, but I picked up on she doesn't like you to kind of, she wants you to be real with her. Absolutely. So it's just like you want to have like a real conversation. Absolutely. Even, including if you want to make a fun a little bit or if you want to be yeah. like, oh, look at you trying to do that. Is that how she kind of. I, I agree. I think that she, I think that she's completely regular. I know that yeah. sounds weird yeah but you know it, as you move through hollywood i know you've you met a lot of people at this point yeah. some people are real people yep. and then some people come in as well hello you know yes. i that, and i'm east cleveland y yeah, you know so and really to come yeah and yeah. janet is gary indiana like yeah. it doesn't matter that she's janet jackson she's just a regular human being that's just kind and and regular and real like i think if you came at her um glorifying her mm -hmm. or um fawning over her i think that would make her like oh what are you yeah. doing like let's yeah. just have this yeah. you know and i feel the same way um i'm nowhere near as well known as she is but when i meet people i want to let's get it how your mama let's doing talk. like yeah. let's have a real conversation and i don't need all the oh my god i don't need yeah. that stuff like just have a real conversation but do you also feel this is how i feel mm -hmm. i'm gonna ask you if you feel yes do you feel that you're sort of you don't get the just props that you that you deserve? me yes I don't think I need any. I don't, I, I've never, it's funny, it's funny about me. When I came to LA uh, and when I pursued, started to pursue this career as an actor, I wanted to do one commercial and one sitcom. I was like, if I can do that, like if I can find a way to do that, I will have achieved the biggest dream little me ever dreamed of, yeah. right? So I'm already so far beyond that dream that who am I to be like, well, oh, I think people should, I ain't never in my life thought about winning awards or thinking I deserved awards or, thinking that people should know who I am. I never in my life will say, don't you know who I am? Mm -hmm. I don't even know who I, I am half the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Aside from Yvette from East Cleveland. So no, I don't think there's any just do that I need, okay. you know? Cause the other side of it is Arlen, everything that I have, God gave me. Mm -hmm. Everything that I do, I do through the power of the Lord. I'm, I'm a Christian, I love mm -hmm. Jesus. So my thing is thank you Jesus for giving me an opportunity. And so who am I to go? This isn't enough, Lord. Yeah. Like, know, I feel like that's a little greedy. For a long time before I knew I was going to do the video version mm -hmm. of your first million, I had you on my, the number one person on the list to do a different podcast that I do. Really? It's called The Mystifying Faith. And it's, ooh, I we could, ooh, we so we still can. It's still the, out there. I want to get into the So I'm an phone. atheist. Are you? And I'm going around and interviewing people of different faiths mm. and getting really in, I really it. into it. I and freaking so, love it. I freaking love it. I love it. It's one of my favorite projects yeah. I've ever done. Yeah. So maybe we can do that because... I would love it. I mean, your character on Community, which mm -hmm. is the first... It's not the first time I ever saw you, but it was the first time mm -hmm. I saw you kind of uh, over time. Yeah. Um, was also someone who was like faith-based. Yeah. And Shirley was a little more. She was a little, a little she judgy. Was she was like judgy though. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I, I hope that the Christian that I am is yeah. one that loves and accepts. And because this is a thing about Jesus that I always tell people mm -hmm. when people are like, oh, Christians are like this. I'm like, Jesus told us to love. Yeah. That's all he told us to do. When he broke, when they broke down the commandments and said, what is the most important? He said, love God, love yourself and love your neighbor like yourself. Mm -hmm. He didn't say, tell people who go into hell. Yep. He didn't say, tell people, he didn't say none of that. Christians, human beings decided that they're going to be the judge and jury of people. Mm -hmm. I ain't got no nothing in me that knows where anybody, I don't even know for sure that I'm getting in. Right. So who am I to tell somebody else 
And is that something you share? I mean, to go back to mm-hmm. Janet, Janet has she's a person in of faith, recent yeah. years. She's mm-hmm. talked a lot about that. Yeah, about she doesn't talk about it a lot, but she kind of. You if you look at her posts on Instagram and stuff, yeah, like she's definitely it, a person of faith. And a, and a thank you message. She'll mm-hmm. talk about that. So yeah, I'm sure y'all can talk about that. Yeah, I think bit. it's just like this is the thing. You can it all, all for me comes down to heart people. Mm-hmm. Right. And it almost goes beyond whatever your faith is. You meet someone and they're either a heart person or they're not because it doesn't matter what set you claim. Yeah. Even the Bible says you will know them by their love. Right. right. So if you're saying that you love Christ or you love Allah or you love or you don't believe God exists, mm-hmm. but you move through life with love, I feel like you are honoring who Christ told us to be. Mm-hmm. It's the people that claim Christ and are hateful mm. that make me go because mm. that's not him. Now you can call a spade a spade because y'all know if you see me on Twitter, I, I throw some elbows and I believe. Oh, I in, see you on Twitter. I believe in letting <laughs> we somebody all see listen. You on Twitter. Arlen, when somebody is foul, I'm, I let them know they're foul, or if they're playing around, I let them know they're playing around. But as I move through life, I try to move through life in love because that's what Christ told me to do. Yeah, nobody, you, nobody you protect yourself and others on Twitter and other places. And I do. You, you're not afraid. You don't care if you're on the red carpet. You Mm-mm. don't care if you're going to lose a bag. Sure don't. I'm going to say what's right, sure what's don't. real. Because this is the thing. I believe that every every gift that you're given, every, every perfect gift that you're given is from God, right? That's what I believe. Mm-hmm. And so he gives you a platform for a purpose. So for him to give me all these followers or opportunities to talk to you, and I don't talk about what matters, mm. What's it for? There ain't a bag on the, on the earth that's worth more than speaking truth to power when you need to. Mm. I believe, like John Lewis said, it's important to get in good trouble. So I throw elbows. Yeah, yeah. And if I lose everything, but at the end of the day, I was on the right side of history, take it. I Has don't even it cost you anything um, material? You know, not that I noticed. Because I also I also shop at Target and Macy's. So what yeah. what material do I need? Well, I say you know? be yourself so the people looking for you can find you. So they can find so you. So that's what what's happening. You find those opportunities. Now let's talk about the 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 frugalness. I'll call it. Let's do it. Because I just picked up on that because you you were on this. I know it wasn't as uh, fancy as what we have here. This is, this is the nice setup you have here. Don't be told. Don't disparage yeah. this setup. But I'm I'm not disparaging. But I will say you were just on Jennifer Hudson. I was. Uh, recently. Recently. We'll say it because we don't know what's coming. Yeah. But um, you were talking about how you, you, you joked, I mm-hmm. think it was a half joke, that you probably still have pieces of your first check. Oh, that's not, that ain't, that ain't even a joke. joke. I'm pretty sure I do. I'm pretty sure I do. So is that, you feel that that's that's the way, that's a healthy way of like taking care of your money you save? Absolutely. I believe that, and this is what I tell younger actors or new actors when they come in the industry, you should always live below your means, right? Mm -hmm. And so I tell them the easiest way to do it is to live a step below where you are in the industry. So if you're a series regular, live like a guest star. If you're a guest star, live like a co-star. If you're a co-star, live like a stand-in or a background actor. Don't buy anything that person wouldn't buy. Don't go anywhere that person wouldn't go. If you live like that, you're always going to be okay. Mm. Like I, in my life, and I don't know if there's any wood, I've never bounced a check in my life. I know where all of my money is. I am a good steward over my money because this is the thing. I grew up, you know, poor in East Cleveland, single family, a home, my mother and my brother. And I, because she was in the 70s raising kids, sometimes bill collectors were calling the house. And sometimes, you know, maybe the lights were off because she had to juggle some money to make sure that she had the gas on because it was winter. So better to have some heat than light for this moment. And I respected that she had to do what she had to do. But there's something within me that's Pavlovian. The idea of a phone ringing and somebody asking me for something I don't have. Cheers. I can't. 
Like, I, if I owe you, you getting paid. I don't, yeah. I here, take this money. So I always make sure that I have enough so that I can take care of everything that concerns me. And also there's enough overflow to bless the charities that I believe in, to help a friend if they're going through. All of this stuff matters. Like even with the parking situation before I came in, it's like I had to find a, a, a I couldn't I couldn't valet because of COVID and I take care of my dad. So I can't have just anybody in my car. Mm. I don't know who it is. Mm. So I have to find a place to park. And then as I'm circling trying to find a place to park, um, it was over the, t the $10, 10 minute limit where you get out for free. Mm -hmm. So did I pay the 250? I did not, because I didn't park here. Oh, so you so I pressed the button and I said, hey guys, <laughs> I was circling for 11 minutes. So one minute, I'm over that 10, but I'm gonna need y'all to come let me out of here without this 250, because I'm not paying for something I didn't use. Mm -hmm. That 250, five months from now, might be the, the difference between me and a meal for my dad. And let's be clear mm -hmm. here, you work when they came up with the phrase booked and busy, it was for you well, next thank, to your thank name, the Lord, right? Thank the Lord. So it's not that you feel like you're going to run out anytime mm -hmm. soon. It's that you're truly, this is a this is a doctrine for you. This yeah. is something that is really important to you. You have to be responsible. I'm not someone that thinks, I, I, I know how hard it is to get a dollar. I know how hard it is to keep a dollar. I know what that dollar can do, not just for me, but for others. So I can give 250 to a parking structure for parking I didn't use, or I can take that 250 and give it to donors choose with some other money and bless a, a classroom. Mm -hmm. I would rather bless a classroom. Mm -hmm. So I'm very strategic in where the money goes. I'm not, I'm not tight. Mm -hmm. I'm not a miser. I'm not stingy. I'm yes. very generous, but I choose the things that I want to yes. bless. That's I don't waste important. money. And it is important to to do what you have your own style absolutely because i'm really afraid to show you my doordash account <laughs> no don't be, is it coming to you is it coming you use it a lot i use doordash like it's a calculator so do i mm -hmm. but that's the thing time is money right yes it is so to if i'm coming if i've worked a 12-hour day i can either spend an hour and a half in the kitchen cooking dinner for me and my dad mm -hmm. or i can order food and spend that time that hour and a half with my dad and have dinner when they bring it to my door That's right. so it's always about again it's not about the money it's about the, ex the the experience that money provides so i would much rather like you have food delivered mm -hmm. than slave over a stove if that cuts into time that i can spend with my people and i think the point is it's our money it's your money to use so how you, you do want it the way that you want absolutely it. and i but i do love that because a lot you don't hear a lot of people in entertainment talk about frugality because everybody's trying to do it you know show up for the gram yeah they're yeah. doing it for the gram yeah. like you can't talk about frugality and a bentley in the same breath yeah. right let me talk to you about this topic because mm -hmm. this has been interesting to me we we had grammy weekend a while a little yeah. while ago um super bowl a little bit mm -hmm. ago Everybody wants to be at these places, at least because I live in L.A. and it's mm -hmm. kind of there. But also the Silicon Valley people mm -hmm. want to be there and the New York people mm -hmm. want to be there. Atlanta people want to be there. I don't trade in FOMO. Like, that's like mm -hmm. a very specific thing. But mm -hmm. let's be real. Okay. Has there been something that's re Have you been at a place recently where it's like the coolest place to be, but you have seen somebody else's post and like, why didn't they invite me? You know what? I don't I don't have FOMO. I'm an introvert, so I'm gonna start there. Mm -hmm. So there is very rarely an event that happens that I wish I was at. Okay, <laughs> in general. <laughs> in general, because I really do prefer to be at home with my dog and my dad. That's just, I just, I'm a nester. Yeah. Um, and also I feel like a lot of the Hollywood stuff is so fake. It is. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not, it's not a real connection with people that are, are showing up as their real selves. Everybody's sending their representative and 
Um, their representative is always one of the cool kids. And I've never been one of the cool kids. I have no desire to be one of the cool kids. So for me, I don't want to go and be fake with y'all for three hours and then mm -hmm. catch the In COVID. And then catch the COVID. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd rather be home. So there's very rarely a moment. There are moments recently where I've, someone's had a heart experience, like a milestone moment in their lives. And I've had a moment where I was like, Dad, why wasn't I invited to yeah, that maybe that housewarming wedding. or that wedding mm -hmm. or that baby shower? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel FOMO when it comes to things like that. Now, that said, I probably wouldn't go anywhere. That's right. But I would send a gift and I would want to be a part of marking the occasion in that way, yeah. right? So it's that feeling of where I probably won't go, but I would like to be invited. Yeah, but that's that. but that's family heart stuff with people that I consider friends. I, I don't look at any Grammy party and go, I wish I was at that Grammy party, or look at a premiere and go, I wish I was at mm. that premiere. It there, it's never happened, and it probably you've been never there was. And you know what it was. I know what, what it is. is. I know that it's you know usually rubber chicken, and <laughs> you know a lot of people. You know, you ever had the, the experience where you're talking to somebody at a party and they're doing this? Uh huh. You know where they decided all the time, right? So they've decided you, you're, you're fine, mm -hmm. but that might be someone more important, and I want to yeah. get over there. I don't want to do that. I don't want people yes. looking over my shoulder. Go, go and talk to the person. Here's don't what I experience more often mm -hmm. because people don't really know me mm -hmm. in a lot of situations. They know yeah. me in tech, but they right. don't know me in a lot of situations. Here is I'll go into places I dress like this. Yeah. this is how I dress. I love it too. I and it. and they'll totally ignore me or they'll not. We have the time of day, and then somebody mm. who is somebody, who is somebody, will say, "Oh, you know what she does," and, da, 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 da. and, and then, then it's like, "Oh my it's god!" Like, yeah, it'll. Oh, mm -hmm. it happened, and mm -hmm. I'm just like, "No!" And mm -hmm. so I always find, I always love to find the person who is cool to me before that absolutely little sentence was said. Absolutely, and that's the person I kind of kick it with, hang with yeah. for the rest yeah. of the party. Same way, yeah. same way. Yeah. I actually, I was on a red carpet once, and uh, the uh, somebody was. I can't remember if they were about to interview me or they were interviewing me. And they were, you know, because people on the carpet, the reporters do it too. They look over to see who's coming down oh. the carpet. And she was, the person was talking to me, and then they looked like this. And I turned and I said, I said, would you prefer? Mm. Would you prefer her? Mm. Let me get her for you. Whoa. And I left, <laughs> and I said, you know what? She really would like to talk to you. Oh. And I brought her over. It was a friend of mine, and I brought her over, and I said, you guys have a nice interview. Take care. No, no, I really, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, you want, you got, you got what you need yeah. and I'm going down here and keep talking to everybody and there's no ego in it for me like I don't care if you want to talk to somebody else yeah. like let me let me make you happy yeah cause this like your time is is wasted yeah but it's it, you know what the funny thing is I don't know if I'm even thinking of it like my time is wasted but it's like there's a certain experience that you would like to have and I'm not it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I want you to have the experience you really want to have. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get that person for you. Because mm -hmm. what we're not going to do <laughs> is sit here and you treat me like chopped liver. Now, I, I do love me enough to not sit here and have you looking over my shoulder. So I'm going to get you what you need and I'm going to get on out of here. Yeah. Because I don't want to be, uh, be out here all this time, no way. Well, let's talk about a little bit of uh, all the I mean, we can't talk about all the shows you've been on mm -hmm. because then we wouldn't have time. Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have, but you, what are some of the highlights for you personally that you've really that have stood out to you even if they weren't uh, full seasons or full um of course avengers endgame is big for me just because as a kid in cleveland i don't think i ever thought i would be in a marvel movie like yeah. that's crazy um so of course that's huge for me um there's a really sweet show called the mayor with yes. um the, with the guys. yeah 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 like yeah was... brandon michael hall was yes. the star and uh marcel spears and bernard uh david jones um they made that experience so wonderful for me. We are still 
close. We still do group chats and uh, we'll get on FaceTime, all of us together. And um, we became family on that show. Mm. And so it only lasted 13 episodes. I have my reasons or beliefs of why I didn't go yeah. as long as it was. It wasn't really gone. promoted well. It was the way it was the way it was promoted was not the truth of what the show was. Okay. And I, I will go to my grave saying that yeah. it was really a, a family show with me and the guys. And they presented it as if it was something else on bus ads and such. Yeah. So, I the think people. Chronicles. Yeah, I think people didn't tune in because <laughs> they didn't know what the show was. And had they known what it was, I think we would oh. have been, still be on today. Yeah. So that's that's one that uh, matters. And of course, community was so big in my world. Yeah. Like it it changed the trajectory of my career in the same way that Drake and Josh did, and Girlfriends did when I did those shows. So, there's a lot of different things. And then there's one coming. Not oh. to make this a promo of of my life, but there's a show called Act Your Age that's coming up, and it's me and Tisha Campbell and um, Kim Whitley. That is what Arlen. It's gonna be so great. It's like for us, by us, for for us, by us. Allison Faust is an amazing sister who um, created the show, and it is. It is going to be very funny and very fun, and we are everybody's going to love it. Not just black folk; everybody's yeah. going to love this you show. You know when it comes out, or yeah, we, we debut. Yeah, it's going to be on Bounce Network, and um, and Bounce is on your TV. Let yes. me look in the camera. Yeah. Bounce is on your TV right now. <laughs> you just got to go to go to um, do it like a check your local listings, and you'll re, you'll feel like, figure out what channel it is. Um, but we're we're debuting March fourth on Bounce. Wow! Yeah, wow. it's coming up. It's coming up. Okay, that's like right now. That's amazing. right now. That's amazing. Right now, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I gotta, I gotta just tell you a little bit about community. Let's do it. It's a little weird. Okay. It, it, I don't know if you've heard. I love this. weird. Weird. Well, it's a little weird. So I was in Portland, Oregon, mm -hmm. and I was, uh, was before the fund, before mm -hmm. all of that. It was during the very uh, uh, light, you know, times, yeah. and I had a, I was in a relationship, mm -hmm. and the relationship was. Um, Abusive. Oh no. And different ways. Yeah, understood. And I discuss like I would kind of anchor myself mm -hmm. by doing two things. And as I said, it's gonna be a little weird. So two things. I would write a, a line in a journal and a draft in my email to tell me what happened that day. So I could look back on it to to prove to myself that there was abuse happening. Because yes, because you, you get gaslit, you get, get gaslit, and yeah. all that. Yeah. And the second thing I would do to anchor myself was to watch episodes of Community from the beginning because I discovered it on Hulu, mm -hmm. and I would just watch two or three episodes at night by myself, kind of watching it as like, okay, this storyline, I'm mm -hmm. kind of going into the yeah to the storyline with it, and that's going to make it okay tonight, and that's going to make it okay tonight. Oh my God! And I have never said that. Not once have I said that. Thank you for sharing that yeah. with me. Like that is so. That's where I. That's where I came upon your yeah. work. You know, for in, in earnest. That okay. That I've heard through the years, what community has meant to people for different reasons, yeah. right? But this is the most profound thing I've ever heard about what mm -hmm. community has done because I'm looking in your eyes and I can see that this was a serious, tough season for you. Yes. And to hear that our shenanigans and we had a good time oh, doing the show fun, yes. that our shenanigans helped you through means everything to me because that is what that is what we're supposed to be doing this for that's what you're doing this podcast for that's what your books are for mm -hmm. that's what i act for what i what my activism is for it's so people can feel like they're not alone that they're seen and that it's going to get better yes that's all it's about yeah. right so thank you for sharing that with me and i'm glad we could be there for you like that's Thank that, you. It was escapism yeah. at its best. It was so clever too. Yeah. And I, you know, it, it was just it. 
I don't know why it found me at that time, but because it, it was it, supposed it, to, yeah, because it was meant yeah. to be, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that was that was wonderful. And just just watching, I mean, you're, I can't go a week without something, and you're there. You know what I loved recently? That what did you, you see? Did? It wasn't super recent, but kind of recent. Was mom. Oh, I love that arc for you. That was so so good because that it was a very strong character. Mm -hmm. It was very and it it seemed like it was it, fun to be around that group. It was so fun and I learned so much. Uh, so many acting. I, I steal from actors. Okay. Not physical, not actual material things, but I steal <laughs> all of their tricks and whatnot. Yeah. And um, everyone on that show, every actress on that show, every actor on that show as well, a couple guys, um, are at the top of what they do. Mm. Um, Mimi Kennedy, I say this all the time, Mimi Kennedy is the best person with props I have ever seen. Mimi Kennedy had a scene, I'll never forget this scene, and her her, her character on the show had a lot of cats in her house, and mm -hmm. she, there was a scene in the house, and the cats are moving around, and she's in her kitchen, and she's got a back a big back and forth with Alice and Janney. Yeah. And when I tell you she went and got some cereal, and a, a bowl, and a spoon, and milk, and she got it every single time at exactly the same, I, I swear she was pouring the same amount of cereal in the bowl every single wow. time. The spoon picked up the, the red flute, fruit loop instead of the blue every time. I and she never missed a beat acting. Mm. And I don't have that gift. Like when I get on set, I'm like, don't give me nothing. I don't want to carry nothing. I don't want to open <laughs> like nothing. Like yeah, just yeah, I just want to just do my lines and get out of here. But she made me want to be better at prop work. You know, so there's little things like that for each of them that I learned doing mom. Um, it's just, oh, it's just a brilliant show. Well written, well acted. Yeah. Everyone was kind. It was a good time. Is there anything you want to do that you haven't done? I think Abbott Elementary is one of yeah, them. Yeah, I, I listen. But I would imagine they have talked to you. At this they point. ain't said nothing to me. Quinta ain't said. I saw Quinta last week. I said, Quinta, stop playing around. Let me go and be on this show. Um, that jokes aside, she had she is she is crafting an amazing story, and yeah. I do believe um, if there's ever a chance where I can come in and and help the story she's doing yes. get to the next step she will call me but I just want her to know I'm still you're available I'm available but mm -hmm. I think you know with Abbott Elementary it's going to be a six season plus absolutely thing. so there's no rush it's going to be exactly when it's supposed to be absolutely because it's going to happen absolutely it's be exactly when it's supposed to there you go to. absolutely yeah. this is going to sound absolutely crazy but I am not ambitious I don't do five-year plans I don't do 10-year plans I don't have uh if I do a vision board only thing on it is peace like I'll do, I'll put a picture of like a bird or, you know, a, a beautiful bed because I'm a napper. Oh, I love the nap. Yes. So my goals in life, all I want in life is peace and contentment. However that comes, if that comes because I'm on a great show working with great people and I can go home every night going, ah, I had a good day at work. Or if that's because I had, you know, a great meal delivered from DoorDash. Mm -hmm. You we're know, not getting paid by DoorDash. We're not, but we say a lot. Let me let me throw post, Postmates up in there. Postmates and, and, and Instacart. Uber, Uber Instacart. <laughs> um, Dumpling. Yeah. So there's not. There's just not. I don't stress myself out about the the list of what mm -hmm. I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You know, there are certain people that I want to meet. I would love to hear. Know right. That. I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, there's certain experiences that I want to have. Um, but as far as a list of like, I want to, I want to win an Oscar. I want to. I, I just don't think like that. My Is brain that doesn't work like different that. than it used to be. Did, did you evolve into? Always that? been this way. Yeah. Always been this way. Um, I'm just not greedy, and I'm not saying that having ambition is greedy. But in my mind, I'm so blessed already. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need more than this. Like I'm, I, I, I get to the point sometimes where I'm like, 
this too, God? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, thanks. Like, but what am I going to do with this? You know, that's why I'm always trying to find places to deploy the things that I've been blessed to get. My opportunities, there's never been a time I've heard about an audition that I haven't called everybody that looks like me and mm. go, they looking for us, girl, go on. Really? Cause I, yeah, because I feel like things... Things come to you not just for you. I've never Some, heard this. Never, before. no. Never heard always do it. Say that. Always because you call people. Who I will you think call my friends. That you're going. I for. will say they're looking for us. I just got a call about this. They are looking for us. This is the casting director. And if I'm, and even if I'm auditioning, like say I come out of the room, I tell there's five people up in there. They don't laugh at the first couple of jokes. You might have to work a little hard on that. Because the thing is, I lose nothing by sharing what I have because it's either for me or it's not. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you find out about stuff because you're supposed to tell somebody. Yes. It came to me so I could tell Sally because it was always Sally's. So if she gets it, it was hers. Who am I to be a miser and go, I'm not, well, I ain't gonna tell nobody about this audition. That doesn't guarantee you're gonna get it anyway. Does that come back to you? Always. I've never, I've never been hungry. I've never been, you know, without a roof over my head. I've never had a, been without a friend I can call when I need him. You know what I'm saying? And when things go bad for me, people find me to make sure I'm okay. Mm. And in my mind, that's all life is supposed to be. This amassing things or stabbing people in the back to get ahead, stepping on people's necks to get ahead, I don't understand it. And I also don't believe that there's not enough to go around. Yes. That that need to, to control other people and keep other people from things that you think is yours, that's all about you thinking there's not enough. And that's a lie. There's more than enough for everybody. Mm. And it would make me so happy to be the reason that somebody got something. I would just be like, oh, man, that was I called her for that. Yeah. I told her about that. That's a good feeling. For some reason, I'm thinking about Laura Linney. Mm. And what I observe, just as anybody yeah. else, as she seems to be a connector. Mm. She seems to put her people together. Mm -hmm. and it sounds like that's what you do. So there are probably things that have happened that we don't even know that you helped catalyze. Uh, but you don't, you don't necessarily want the, no. the credit for it. I hope. But uh, that sounds like what that's what's yeah. happening there and I, I love that role too I, yeah. I love that's what I say catalyzing every single day yeah because Arlen how much do we really need oh, you know when exactly. you think about it yeah. like I think people there's no there's no gold star for amassing the most stuff and the most money at the end now on this earth people the capitalist society that we live in they'd say yes you should have as much as you can mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that you should turn down money if you can make it but at the same time when you have to go the extra step and be rotten to someone yes. to get the next thing. Why? I don't. I don't understand it. I. I have more than enough mm. right now, and if God blesses me with more, He's given me more so that I can pass it on. I always think about the idea of when you're like this, you get to hold what you have, but nothing else can get in, mm -hmm. and you're not blessing anyone. If you're like this, you still get to hold stuff, but there's still stuff that can flow through. Mm to other people. And wouldn't it be better to be a fountain that, that, that feeds other people instead of a stagnant lake? You ever seen a, a, a fountain that ain't working? Oh yeah. Where the water just there and it's all, the, the, any, any coins have been thrown in, they all rusty at the bottom and there's little algae floating, it's disgusting. Mm -hmm. But when the water is springing everywhere, people get to walk by and go, oh, look at that. You can see the, the, the wonder of it. I'd rather be a fountain for people. Yes, you know? I love that. Yeah, I love that because it's it's so evident that that's what you are. Oh, that's why I love it so much because it's not you. just a pretty turn of words. Thank you. You know, um, can we talk a little bit about your parents? Absolutely. Okay, great. I, I where's just, the tissue? <laughs> no, I do. I yeah. just really do want to because I've observed again a lot of observing mm -hmm. that I do, but I've seen, uh, for instance, 
you know, the links you'll take to, to protect your, your father mm-hmm. um, uh, and his, and w- with him, and and I saw with your mother, mm-hmm. you said you were raised in a, in a single family. Yeah. Did your relationship with your dad happen later? No, my dad and my mom got divorced when I was one. Mm. But my dad was always there. He yeah. just wasn't in the house. Oh, I see. So yeah. me and my brother would go, I think, like every weekend or every other weekend, we would go to my dad's um, apartment. Um, so he was always there. Yeah. you know. And then when I got, I think when I was maybe 14 is when our we got thicker than thieves, where it was like he would pick me up and we would go to movies. Because we both love music. We both love movies. Um, we would go to restaurants. And so he became my buddy. Like my dad is very wise. Even he has dementia now, so it's a little harder. But... Dementia is so unwieldy in the way it, it ebbs and flows. Some days he's 100%, sure. and then other days it's 30 or 70. Mm-hmm. I take I take it however I can get it because mm-hmm. I just love him so much. But before he got dementia, the most, the wisest man I'd ever met, he has studied every religion. He's very well read, like just a wonderful human being. And so when I was in my most awkward phase and just didn't understand life and how things were going, and my mother was great with this as well, but my dad's perspective on what life was really about and how we should move through life was invaluable. And so when he got sick and it was it was it was his time of need, I that's why I didn't do the last season of community because I the hours of that show was not conducive to me caring for him. And so it was not a hard decision to be like, this has been great and I've loved working with you guys, but my dad, yeah, my dad needs me, and so I gotta go there. That was probably almost a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Does it take a toll on you? And I'm asking as like, what, what as a caregiver? caretaker to the next, does that take a toll on you? You know what, if, if it's taking a toll, I'm not aware of it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it, it might be taking a toll on my body in a way that I don't know. Um, there have been some career things that I've had to say no to. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Like if it's a choice between career advancement or caring for my father, my father is going to win every single time. Yeah. So that part, I, I you know, um, but it, and th- I'll say this too, whatever toll it's taken, what I've learned mm. being a caregiver is way better than whatever being a caregiver has taken away. Yeah. You know, you learn patience, you learn kindness, um, more kindness. I hope I was kind before. Um, you learn how to create joy. You know how to calm someone who's confused or scared. You know what I mean? Like I can I can see when he's scared or there's some moments that I know that he doesn't fully know exactly who I am. Like he's he always knows I'm his but he doesn't know the context. Like, is this my sister? Is it my, you know, it's, yeah, his brain yeah. is like that sometimes. Yeah. And so I I learn how to move within that and make yeah. sure that he's he's okay. Yeah, there's a, a spoiler alert coming because I'm just thinking of this, but it's okay. uh, Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. did a, video, uh, a documentary about his father recently. Did he? Oh, it's called Senior and it's on Netflix. I gotta and watch. It's, it's actually, so yeah, the spoiler alert. I don't know necessarily, but there is a moment. I'll say there is yes. a moment where his father uh, is ill, mm-hmm. and just for a split. Se- I mean, just like your dad, sharp, sharp, sharp. But for a split second, tell he in his bed tells Robert Downey Jr. that his son is a great guy. And the way that I mean, it's filmed really well mm-hmm. and it's very loose, so it, they just captured it. Yeah, the way he responded to to it i gotta see it it just got me it touched me in such a strong way because it you think you're not i'm gonna do this to myself you think you're not strong enough for something like that 
But it turns out you, we are strong enough. It turns out you are. I had a, um, here I go. The thing that I always said to people was, as long as he always knows me, mm-hmm. I'll be okay. And last week was the first, first time that I went in the room and he said, he said, I'm sorry. He said, um, I forgot your name. I was like, it's okay, Daddy. I'm Yvette. Mm-hmm. And that was like the first time it had happened. And he was so apologetic because he knew I was mm-hmm. his. He knew I was his, but he just couldn't grab the name. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm glad it happened in the sense that it's going to happen. Like, it's, that's the progression of this disease. And I, we survived it. Yes. You know, and I, I smiled and I didn't let him know how sad it made me. And not sad because he didn't know me, but sad because it means the disease is progressing. Mm. And, um, you know, I lost my mom and I, I'm nervous about when I'm going to lose him. And he's 80. I know I'm going to lose him. Mm. So it's just, but that's what life is. And this is what I learned. You didn't ask this, but this is what I've learned about grief. And uh, WandaVision teaches it as well. The, the grief you feel is equal to the love. Mm. So when you are torn up at the loss of someone, you should rejoice because that means you were loved good and you loved good. So I would much rather cry at the loss of my mother and grieve her and and preemptively grieve what it's going to be like to lose my dad. Um, Because that means that I had good parents, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. so, you know, that is what it is. It's life. Do we have a tissue, anyone? Can one back here. Yeah. African. Thank you, guys. Rook. Yeah. Yes. And here's the, the great equalizer moment of it all. We're all going to... Um, thank you. We are all going to die. Mm-hmm. And I... I imagine that for some people hearing that, why would she say that? Or, oh, it's horrible. It's actually <laughs> it's not. True. The the realization that everybody is going to die always makes me feel better. Mm. No matter what I'm going through. Mm. If, I, if I miss out on a job and it was one that I wanted to do or break up with some knucklehead guy that doesn't realize how amazing I am, um, I just always think to myself, we all going to die anyway. Like, there's a finite amount of time. There's a finite amount of time. And... and that doesn't make me want to hustle more. It makes me actually want to s- relax and settle in more mm-hmm. and to have more moments like this and to have more moments with friends um, because nothing that we have, nothing that we amass goes with us. Mm-hmm. And I learned this uh, when I was a lot younger. My grandmother was in hospice before she passed and I was like in college, I think, and I went to visit her. As so I'm walking down the hallway, I'm passing all these rooms and I didn't hear anybody say, can you pull my Rolls Royce up to the window so Mm -hmm. I can see it? Mm -hmm. Or bring my Louis Vuitton bag in here. I wanna wanna marvel at it. Show me my bank account statement. I wanna look at how many zeros are in there. Every single room I walked by, somebody was like, is my daughter here yet? Uh, Did my husband say, "Can can you call my sister? At the end of their lives, everybody wanted their people and we spend our entire lives forsaking our people to get things. We're, we got it. It's wrong. It's it's flip it. Mm. So learning that at a very young age, I've carried it 
So things are nice. It's nice to have a cute bag or a nice pair of shoes, but they don't define me, you know? Um, and I see money as a means to an end. It creates safe spaces for you and experiences, but it is not the be all and end all. And the Bible itself says the love of money, uh, I think it's First Timothy, First Timothy 6 and 10, the love of money is the root of all evil, not money. The love, the love of, of money. People misquote that. People misquote day. it all the time. God ain't got no problem with you having some things. Mm -hmm. he, he cattle on a thousand hills, have at it. But don't love it. Again, going back to what Jesus said, love God, love yourself, and love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. Where's where's money in there? Mm -hmm. Do you say love all the ducats? <laughs> he did not. Mm -hmm. So He also said not to be envious. He did. Didn't he say that? Don't mm -hmm. covet? Mm -hmm. Huh? Mm -hmm. Does your faith... I mean, it has to. Your faith help you through times like... Man, I couldn't... The only reason I marvel when someone says they're an atheist is that I can't imagine doing this without, without. My, my anchor. And that's why I want to have the other conversation with you yeah. further. Um, I, I see my entire life through the lens of purpose and calling and, you know, using everything that he's put in me to make other people's lives better, right? Mm -hmm. And I and I know you have you you live the same way. Mm -hmm. So but for me it all funnels through whatever I feel like he and the great beyond decided I was going to be when he said these are going to be your parents. This is what you're going to look like. Mm -hmm. This is where cuz I even think the reason that I have an apple head, go with me. <laughs> I do have a my I think the reason I look like so many people is because he wants me to be out in the world and look for me to look like somebody's cousin mm. or somebody's sister so that when I speak to them, there's a, a, a knowing mm -hmm. that they already feel, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. so I just feel like all of that was the grand design before I got here. So he's like, who could I, what two people can I grab? Well, for, for me, to me, it's you look like Janet's sister. That's what <laughs> I'll take it. Where's the camera? I'll take it. Yeah, no, that's, that's, there's but no, yeah. there's no higher. I think she's the most, one of the most beautiful people ever sure. made. So uh, yeah, that's a great compliment. Thank yeah. you. Yes. And contrary to everybody's belief when I was younger, I do not have a crush on Janet Jackson. Why do people think that? <laughs> oh, when I was younger, they thought, because I, I was, I'm super gay. And yeah. I had <laughs> a crush on right. Janet Jackson, I'm sure. Yeah. Alfred, did you think I had a crush on Janet Jackson? Of course. Yeah, I never did. What did you, so what, what is it about her for you? Oh, Janet. Oh, man. So when I was 13, I saw her live for the first time. Mm -hmm. And um, she helped me everything. Um, it, it's it's ironic. And it would be ironic to you and to her. Mm -hmm. She helped me understand that the religion I was in was not right. Wow. What religion were you in? Jehovah's Witness. Wow. Because they were, they were initially Jehovah's Witnesses. Jehovah's mm -hmm. Witnesses, too. But she didn't. It wasn't that. It was, it was that night seeing her live and kind of being exposed to the real world for the first here's what it was I look back I threw did a, you have to sneak and go no so my mom we couldn't afford two tickets so my mom um, surprised me with one ticket <gasps> at 13 you went by yourself she was outside the venue the whole time freaking out but she was there she put some earrings on me so, so I could look like a little 16. older yeah 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 and I just sat there and uh, I love your story. Well, I sat there and I was like, oh, but I was there early because I was absolutely, so excited. Absolutely. And um, there was these two teenagers who probably were 16. They were talking and they were there early and we started talking so I felt comfortable. Yeah. And then this guy comes up to us who I had never heard of. He comes up to us and he said, you all seem like big fans. We're like, yeah, of course we are. You know, we were whatever. Right, right. And he said, well, how, how would you like to see the show in the front row? <gasps> and I was like, 
wait. I was like, don't listen to him. My mom told me about people like him. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. We will not be exchanging tickets. You know, I was right. doing all the things because I'm like, he's going to try to steal our tickets. Right, right, which right. Which right. very bad tickets. Right. So I'm, I was, I look, I'm leaning in. I, I want this story. Leery. I was very leery. And he said, look, I understand that you don't trust me. Take these tickets. Keep your own tickets. And, and take these two. And just walk with me. And if I'm wrong, if I'm lying to you, what did you waste? A few minutes. And I said, that sounds reasonable. And I was like running the show now. Right, said, that right, sounds right. reasonable. We're going to go. So we walk and we keep walking and people letting us through. And we keep walking and people letting us through. And we walk all the way and they do the do the do. We're front row and we're there. And he says, see ya. It turned out to be Renee Elizondo. <gasps> At the time, you know, at the time. Yeah. And he did that with a lot of people. And he, you know, was her, her, we didn't know that's her husband, that's her yeah. husband. Yeah. And so I saw the show in the front row. It had changed my entire life. And what made me know that I, my personal belief, and this is no shade to anybody who's mm -hmm. a witness, um, including people I care about, I believe it's a cult. Okay. And so I do not prescribe to it. I don't put it in the same category as other religion. Okay. But what I did was I looked back. And this religion that had told me that um, gay people were evil, mm -hmm. I saw gay men with their children and mm -hmm. they were happy and people were singing and yeah. I saw black people next to white people mm -hmm. singing the same lyrics. I saw this black woman who people, thousands of people had paid to come, to come see, see her it. and know every word of hers. That's right. I was like, if this is what's worldly in the real world, I want it. Yeah. I want it. And I also thought, how loving is all of this? This is all love. This is what love. This is what I was supposed to be. This is love. Right. And I'm I'm being told something else. Yeah. Else. So I was very critical. Think I was at six years old on the playground instead of playing. That's why I'm big. Instead of playing, mm -hmm. I was watching people and wondering what their life was like. You know. Mm -hmm. So I was always in my head. And so this night changed my life in so many different ways. Wow. So many different. Which ways. tour was it? That was the Janet Period tour. Mm -hmm. It was a Janet Perry tour, and uh, you know, I didn't know half of what she was talking about. I was 13. Yeah. I didn't know half of what she was saying. I was singing these lyrics that, you know, people would probably be 13. <laughs> like, like, no, no wait a minute. You, 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 Stop. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was that. So that was happening in the, in the background, but really what was happening was like, a black woman did this? Oh my God, I can do anything. anything. I can do Did you tell anything. her this? I told her in certain terms, we didn't have enough time for me to tell all this, so yeah. I don't know if she knows this whole story. But I talked about it in my book, and mm -hmm. I definitely, it is what, it, you know, that's what it is. And so, like, I've been, what is it now, 28, 28 years? Mm -hmm. I've just been, I started a music magazine when I was when I was in my 20s, I did it because of Janet. Wow. I got into live music touring. I worked for Tony Braxton and all kinds of people. I did it because of Janet. Wow. I started my fund partially because of Janet Jackson. Wow. Partially because of Janet Jackson. Because she taught me at 13 that there's not only can you do anything looking the way you look mm -hmm. and being who you are, but you can bring so many people with, with you. you. With you. With you. You know, you know the Because of Love video? Mm -hmm. That video is the very first video I saw it, it's like, it's kind of not really a video, it's like a documentary of mm -hmm. them being all out there. And I was like, wait, everybody's a different race and mm -hmm. everybody looks different and people hugging on people and I think she might be a lesbian. You know, like, <laughs> all of these, Listen, these, these different things. Right, you don't know what's, yeah, like, you're looking like, what is this, so right. interesting. And then it, so it also helped me, of course, come to terms with myself. Mm -hmm. um, and then when the um, Velvet, when the Velvet Rope um, album came out, mm -hmm. 
which blatantly kicked in the door. It was mm-hmm. m- uh, mumbled about in Janet period, but when it blatantly kicked in the door, that being gay was okay. It was okay. Was more than okay. Yeah. Thriving. Yeah. And, and I got to meet her dancers and yeah. and um, I was just like, oh, so I can be black. Yeah. I can be a woman and I can be gay. Imagine what the world would be like if everybody just loved everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Just loved everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are, there are people on this earth that are evil and out mm-hmm. to harm. Yes. But that is not based on who they sleep with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's another thing with religion. I mean, we again, we, we mm-hmm. have, but religion, a lot of religions put that. Yeah, but you know what you have to remember? Um, religion is the human uh, experience of mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Spirituality mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the true experience yeah. of God. Like, I think that, I think religion has harmed more people than it has helped. Yes, I agree with you. Trusting in God, and in my case, trusting in Jesus has never harmed anyone. Mm. If you are truly following the true teachings of Christ, Mm. a lot of people claim him, but they don't love like him, Mm. which means they are repelling the people that he would want them to draw. And there's even something in the Bible that says, there's gonna be some people that get there and go, but I I, I prophesied in your name, and he gonna be like, I don't know you, Mm -hmm. who are you? Mm Because if you're not loving, in your heart. yeah, if yeah. you're not loving, he doesn't even. Mm-hmm. And you asked a, a little bit earlier, you said you, you wonder how, or you marvel at how an atheist, mm-hmm. how they even just get through life. Yeah. How they, and I do, I, I have often said, I am so grateful, for instance, that my mother, mm-hmm. I don't really know my brother's take on things right now, so I'm not gonna assume it right now, mm-hmm. but I'm so grateful that my mother believes in a God. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that she does because yeah. it there is no anchor for me. Let me ask you this. Yes. If something, if you go through a heartbreak, mm. like something devastating, the rug is pulled out from under you. Yes. Or if you lost, you lost the, the, the money that you needed to yeah. make it to the next month. Yeah. What do you do like when you're in your darkest moment, do you do you feel that something or someone is concerned about you in that moment, or do you feel like this? I gotta figure this out. No, it's definitely. I feel I have to figure it out. I don't feel. When I was younger, I mm-hmm. would I would call out and ask for some. If there's somebody that's real, please speak to me, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't hear anything. Um, would no, you, I wouldn't. Th- let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't hear anything, but would, would an answer come in anyway? Like, right, I wouldn't feel. So my friend Minda Hartz, who mm-hmm. was the very first guest on Demystifying Faith, mm-hmm. who, as she calls herself, a, a PK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she she said, she was having this talk with me, too. And she said, Arlen, do you not understand that all the success you've had comes from him? And that he's speaking through you through that way. And I, I genuinely do not, mm-hmm. but I understand the logic. Yeah. I understand the logic of how it, it feels from that perspective. This is what I have always, whenever I speak to someone who's not a believer, mm-hmm. believer on whatever, if it's atheist or agnostic, or yes. I always say that the prayer that you could pray, and not saying that you have to, sure. but the prayer that you could pray to find out if he exists is simply to say, if you want me to know you're real, show me in some way. Now, the thing that, the trick to it is though, not trick, trick's the wrong word. Mm, The key. The key to it is, 
it is most likely not going to come to you in the way you expect it's gonna come. Like there's been times when I have cried out like, Lord, I'll tell the story. Uh, I was out here temping um, because I was afraid to, I started out as a singer and then I was afraid to pursue acting. So I was working office temp jobs and it was around a time that this horrible weather system had come through LA, it was rainy like four, like how we just had, it was yeah. like rainy 40 days and 40 nights. I was on the bus cause my car had just broken down and I was making minimum wage and I just felt like the biggest loser on the planet. I couldn't get my life together. Mm. And I was on the bus and I was like, you know, Lord, please like just, show me that you're real show me that there's something that and i'm waiting for him to go my child like i'm waiting for this big moment <laughs> yeah, yeah. and on the bus nothing happened but as i'm riding on the bus i you know how when when they're shooting a show somewhere they put the little signs mm -hmm. up so as i'm riding on the bus they were shooting chicago hope somewhere mm -hmm. and i guess chicago hope was too big to put on the sign so the word letter c and the word hope c hope c hope then as we're driving there's a sony billboard that says magic happens. That was their mm. their current ad campaign. Mm. Magic happens. Then we get downtown where I'm going. I was I was temping at a um, investment firm, and downtown there's a section of streets where one street is here and then also here. Mm. The name of that street is Hope Street. <laughs> so I got off the bus at the wrong place and I walked into this parking structure and I'm like, I'm trying to find five, seven, whatever, five, seven, two Hope Street. And this old black man, it's almost always old black man when God want to get something. <laughs> this old black man said, oh, you, you looking for Hope Street, you got to go higher. You can't get Hope Street down here. At the Hope Street, you want hope? You got to go higher. You got to raise, you got to go high, raise up. And I'm sitting here like, now he didn't told me, see hope, yeah. magic happens. And to, 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 to get to, to look up. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I got it. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I got yeah. it. And there's been moments like that every step of the way where when I'm at the lowest point and I've said, can you just show me something? I don't ask him to give me money. I don't mm. ask him to even change the circumstance. Can you just meet me here? Because mm. when you're going through something, you don't need somebody to fix it. Just sit with me for a while. Mm. Can you just sit with me as I go through this? Can you hold my hand as I go through this? And I have found in my life that every single time I've been at that place and I've asked him, her to show up, they show up. Yeah. And what I know for sure about you from the Janet Jackson concert story you told me to this life that you've built, the people around you that love you, whether you believe in him or not, he believe in you. Mm -hmm. And he is bringing floodgates of stuff to you because he knows he can trust you to do what he would want you to do with it. Mm. And I think at this stage of your life where you are, I don't know that he's even that concerned that you don't yet believe that he exists. Yeah. Because it hasn't stopped you from moving through life in a way that honors everything he would want you to be. He formed you to be this. Mm. I love, I'll speak for him, I love that you, you this is me. Yeah. This is what I'm going to wear. This is what my hair is. This is what my ma yeah. you're you're like, you're going to get the fullness of this. And that is all he wants for any of us, because you being fully you allows other people to be fully them. Mm -hmm. And he has elevated you for that purpose because he needs you to look like you and do the magical things that you do. So other people can go, I can do that. Yes. Because you also have one of them faces where you look like you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You don't have an apple face? You yeah, have apple, apple head. Apple head. Apple head. Okay. You ain't got an apple head. You got a nice little head, but you got a face that looks like somebody's cousin. You look like right. my cousin Roach. You look just yeah. like my cousin Roach. Yeah. You know? So. Well, I, 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 I again, it's, I feel you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's not, 
it's not deep within me. I, I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. pretend that it was. You don't have to. But I, with the podcast, with the mm-hmm. mystifying faith, that is exactly why I started it. Because yeah. I don't know too many atheists who would go around and spend you know hours at a time talking to people about their different. No, things. but I think it's I think it's so great that you do that. And I think this is a thing a friend of mine said once about God, and I it blew my wig back. Um, she said, "God is a gentleman." He is never going to force himself on Ooh. you. He's he's with you all the time. He 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 rolls through life with you. Mm. He still continues to to put what you need to get to the next step. But he's never gonna kick a door in. But you better believe in me. Yes, that's not who he okay, is. Uh, since we're here, mm-hmm. and I know we're not doing that podcast. Yeah. But since we're here, how do you? I don't even not the word justify, but how do you? talk to yourself about the things that are you say when you're at their lowest points why do you think he allows you to get to your lowest point why do you think we have just the terrible things that happen Happen? I feel like I'm going to use the word simulation but I know that's that's not exactly right I I probably will get you I feel like this experience is a simulation Mm. I feel like we are spiritual beings having an earthly Mm. season of time and I feel like we stress and go crazy about so many things while we're here and the whole time God is kind of chuckling because it's like you're going to be there for a blink of an eye anyway if you live to be 102 it's going to be like this by the time you get back up here and in my mind I imagine that we're spiritual beings up there with God and we go you know what I would like to know what heartbreak feels like and he's like I would like to really you (laughs) know I want to really see I want to have an experience to see if I can survive it if I can show up if I am the effervescent, ethereal being that I think I am, I want to go down there and see if I mix it up with mm. other beings who are also going through this uh, simulation where they don't know fully where they came from in the moment. Because mm. we all have an idea, right, of where we came from. But we don't really know, right? Mm. And I want to have the experience. And I think for me, when things get rough and tough, I think to myself, I'm here to learn how to survive this. I'm here to learn not to be hateful in the midst of hatefulness. Mm-hmm. I'm here to learn how to have a conversation with someone who may not believe the way I believe and still be respectful. Mm-hmm. I'm here to learn how to love. And so to learn how to love and to thrive and to overcome, there has to be things that you have to overcome. Go through. Yeah. How can I learn what love is? if I don't lose? Mm-hmm. How can I learn that I am resilient and can survive things if there aren't things that I have to survive? And again, if it's a simulation and we're all going to die, how serious is any of this really? Because I say this all the time. We are going to survive everything that happens to us on this life, on this earth except for one thing. Yes. Everything else yes. Every single person is going to survive. It's interesting, like the way you think of those two things uh, uh, is actually pretty close to what I would believe. It's mm-hmm. like we're, because we're going to die, yeah. you know, it's like I just want to have auto- uh, autonomy of how I treat people mm-hmm. in this moment. I don't necessarily feel the presence of something else and therefore mm-hmm. um, not trying to you know not yeah. chasing that feeling. is that scary or lonely ever no never no so if you feel like if you feel like it's all on your shoulders yeah what does that feel like i guess you know it's for people like they say well how does it how does it feel to be the first or the only mm-hmm. if it's the only thing you know yeah 
then you, it doesn't feel odd. It may mm-hmm. appear odd to other people, but if it's the only thing I know, this is how, what I know. And how did you feel when you were a Jehovah's Witness? How did did you still feel that this isn't real? Oh These... yeah, I was really? really young, looking around, saying, "Oh my God, I don't believe this. I don't like th-. you know." I mm-hmm. at first it was, um, and I know why my mom got in it. You know, we've talked about it so much. She she had she had recently lost her father, mm-hmm. and she was looking for a purpose, she, like, so, something, yeah, something. To and anchor. she had two young children on her own, and they said, "We're gonna be a fa- you know, we're a family. family. Yeah, come on in here. Yeah." And it was a lot of. Uh, that and I, you know, I think there's some really interesting, good people that were part of it, but mm-hmm. the process. So, but I remember we. One of the things we had to do was, as you probably know, we had to go door to door, and in our neighborhood where we mm-hmm. went to school with people, and we would people would slam their doors in front of us, or they would prop me in front because I'm Cause a little, you're a little kid, baby. Yeah. They would still slam the door. The, yeah, and I was rough. deathly afraid of dogs as a child, and so people would stick their dogs out there, and I, I was, it was just terrible, but. So that was a little bit of like groundings for me to know like something that this is different than what my friends go through. Mm-hmm. And then as I started, like we would have five, we'd have four meetings a week and then go door to door. Okay. Yay. So as I was in those meetings, I started to notice a few things. I noticed even as a child, I noticed everybody who's speaking is a white man. Boo. Everybody who is an elder Boo. is a white man. <laughs> And maybe there was one black guy, but he was sort of like, you know, they're sort of saying Mascot, what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. Was like, um, and I thought it was weird that women weren't allowed to give speeches. Like we could give talks and women can give talks. And I don't know if it's changed at all, but they can give talks across the table from each other to teach a lesson. But they can't stand at a pulpit and, and talk. I don't know if that's the case at other religions, but I mean, this, yeah. I mean, again, yeah. religions. Yes. So mm. anyway, so I, I definitely started. Realize, I remember I was in the back of a car uh, and we were, it was a Saturday because we were out in field service mm-hmm. and I was probably 10, maybe 11. And I remember thinking, I don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. And we're going around telling people about God. I remember just having that thought mm-hmm. to myself. I said, oh, what am I going to do now? And then I spent, you know, a couple more years yeah. in it and didn't want to break my mom's heart. Um, but honestly, going to that Janet concert, yeah. seeing what I saw. The the same week I was in bed and I was crying and my mom came in and said, why are you crying? And I'm like, I just, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back to the church. I don't, it's called the kingdom hall. I don't want to go back. This is what's funny to me as I'm listening to you talk. It sounds like your issue has been with religion. Yes, it certainly has. Right. Because not, not God, because what you saw at the Janet concert was God in motion. Mm, mm. That was God. That was God. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a couple of, I mean, another thing that is, is I see what you're saying. I definitely mm-hmm. see what you're saying. And I, I think it's beautiful. I have mm-hmm. to say, I think that thought is a beautiful yeah. thought, but I don't, it doesn't resonate on a deep level for me as being real. Mm-hmm. It feels like I'm so grateful that you feel that way. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I was like, I feel like people have found happiness. I'm so happy that they did yeah. But one of the things, uh, and again, that this is one of the things I don't think I've talked about before, but it's like. I'm getting all the tea. I'm getting it. Just go and pour the tea. I think, this is your show now. Yeah. I think about the intricacies of life Mm -hmm. as a reason that I don't believe in God. I think if we were walking around as sort of stick figures, Mm -hmm. going back to your simulation theory, if we were walking around as less evolved, Mm -hmm. I think I would believe that a being said 
that's going to happen, that's going to happen, that's going to happen. It's it's so intricate. There are this is what's deep. He doesn't say that's going to happen, okay. that's going to happen. Okay. He brings us here mm -hmm. and he lets us choose. Right. So it's not But he it, created the he created all of life. He created the space that we're in, he created the people that were populated. But what happens here mm -hmm. is free will. No, I mean there are amoebas. There are thousands Absolutely. of species of Absolutely. every bird. You know, Absolutely. that's what I mean. Okay. Like, if we were walking around less evolved and there were maybe 10 species of every, of mm -hmm. total of anything, then I would say, okay, that sounds to me like someone who worked on a Sunday. You know, like who brought, you know, not to, I'm not trying to but be look, But look at, at it this all, way. Look at this way. Look yes. at this way. This is, I, I hope this gives you another perspective. Yes. There are a lot of people that are in tech. Mm. There are a lot of people that are in that are actors or whatever, but there's varying degrees of how much an individual will accomplish mm -hmm. or be able to do. Mm -hmm. So I think using your example, we're looking at, oh, how could one person or one thing have created all this stuff? There's people that look at you and go, how is she doing mm -hmm. all of that in a day? Mm -hmm. It's based on this mm -hmm. and this, what you accomplish here, right? Yeah. So. If we can accept that for in our humanness and understand that some people, like you look at even somebody like Beyonce or even Janet, like do they have t more than 24 hours yeah. in a day, the amount of content that they put out and what they're able to mm. do, the way they're able to rehearse and put on these shows. So the idea that because it's intricate means there couldn't be a grand design, mm. it kind of gets... Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You know, because yeah. it's, it's, it all depends on the mind mm. or the spirit of the person that did the creation. Mm. And this creator, we can't quantify or figure out the way this creator would create this grand yeah. design. Yeah. You know, he may be so creative that he's like, I'm gonna make an amoeba that's at the bottom of the ocean that nobody will ever see, yeah. but I know it's there and yeah. it's fabulous. Yeah. You see this what I'm saying? Light work for him. Absolutely, yes. that's the whole thing. That's and true. I, what I think about it, and this is not me, I never have tried to make anybody believe anything. You, we are all, the free will of it all is that we get to do what we want. The only way I would jump in and be like, Arlen, is if you were destructive mm. to yourself or to others mm. because you did not believe. Yes. Then I would go, oh, come on, girl, because we got to do better. Yeah. You know, but I feel like the only reason I would want it for you is because of those moments when it feels like all is lost. I know myself, and this is the way I was built, crumble if I felt that there was not a brighter day coming because there was a purpose for while I was why I was here. The idea that we're all just here to just be here, hmm. you know? I mean, there's been there's been times like if I if I leaned into the fact that we're all just here to be here, if y'all think my Twitter page is crazy now, oh whew, yeah. There are sometimes I'm typing something and the Lord go, don't you send it. <laughs> you better not you better yeah. edit it. Yeah. Delete it. So, yeah, so this is you filtered. Please, within my own power. Oh my goodness. I'm from East Cleveland. Yeah. My own power? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's, uh, you know, I'm 40. When am I? 40. you baby. Am I 41 or 42? I don't You're remember. Baby. I'm 42. Thank you, Alfred. Yeah. Um, 42. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, it's been a, a lifelong journey, a 30 year mm -hmm. question. But you also have to remember you came in under something that you called a cult. Yeah. Which means that, and you're very intelligent, which means that your brain told you something Something's about wrong. this is wrong. Yeah. yeah. And I think it may have gotten conflated with, 
the being that they serve or the being that they believe in or whatever, it, it kind of all got mixed together. The religion of it all got mixed together. My hope for you and anyone else is a spiritual relationship, not a religious one. If you never set foot in a church, you know what I mean? Just the idea of knowing that you can talk to him and he'll hear you. Um, he's there for you. He has a plan for your life that you're already living. You're already in the plan. He's been with you from birth. There's no way you could have gone to a concert at 13 and came out unscathed with front row uh, seat experience mm -hmm. without him being there walking with you every step of the I way. see my brother shaking his head, yes. Right? <laughs> it's, it literally is that that thing. It's it's not the the religion. Like, I really feel like at some point I am going to do a podcast or a post or whatever about it because I feel like the traditions and the religion and the... That is not God. That is not the experience of God. That's not who God is. That's not how God moves. That's not how God loves. And I want everyone to be able to just have that quiet peace of knowing that someone that would create that amoeba in the ocean thought, we need an Arlen too. Yeah, this isn't done. I need an Arlen. And I'm gonna put her in the world and she's gonna do great things. And she won't know that I exist for a while. And that's okay. 43 years. That's okay, because it's a blink of an eye. She may not know me yet. Oh, but the conversations we gonna have when she does know I'm real. Ooh, I can't wait. That's the way that he loves us and that's the way he roots for us and that's the way he cheers for us. But religion will have you think different. Religion will have you think it's yeah. this. It's not that. Can I ask you one last? Uh, ask me whatever you want. Spiritual question. Absolutely. Do you believe that God has, uh, or Jesus has a, a human form? Like, do you think the picture of the white man is Jesus? Absolutely or, not. Not. Do you think though there is a form that is? Do you think he's ethereal, or there's a form that's a black man? I feel that I feel that if he was if he was in in uh, wool and hair, yeah, uh, and in Egypt and around in there, then he's yeah. a black man. Yeah. That's what I believe. Yeah. Now, the the Christian faith also teaches that there's three versions. Like there's God, the Creator, mm -hmm. God, and then there's Jesus who walked on earth and was God a man, and then there's the Holy Spirit, right? So I feel like all of them are the Godhead, right? Mm -hmm. And whatever you need at any given moment, because I feel like it's the Holy Spirit going, don't post that on Twitter. <laughs> The Holy Spirit be right here. Holy Spirit be like, dog gonna be back. Dog gonna here we go again. You know what I mean? So it's just different. It's I think it's different a different embodiment of of this the the personage of him. So yeah. And when we're, we're speaking to so I've learned a couple different ways about mm -hmm. God and Jesus, the relationship, mm -hmm. the Holy the Trinity. Mm -hmm. But God is you believe that Jesus is a different form of God, but also Jesus is God's son. Mm -hmm. so well, when he through, yeah, through I feel like time? I feel I, I'm not a, a, a Bible scholar, so I want to yeah. be clear on that. Yeah. But in my mind, when he was here, yeah, on the earth, um, physical form, son of God, right? Yes. Yeah. I feel like again, going back to the religion part of it, religion makes you feel as if you don't get all of this stuff just right, mm. that you are, you might as well throw the whole baby away with the mm. bathwater. Mm -hmm. And I believe, again, that God is a gentleman and I believe that his kindness abounds and his love abounds and he knows where we are on the journey mm. and that he, he extends grace so that we can figure it out. So whether you can wrap your mind around, now how he gonna be the child yeah. and, the, and then now he's the spirit and it would 
I don't listen, think. Yeah, if I can fo- semi follow along yeah. the Marvel universe, right? I can certainly right. say that there is a little ambiguity. Yeah, know? and this is the thing. This is the other thing too about faith. Like the idea about faith is that it's things that you can't quite mm-hmm. figure That's why it's out. Faith. That's why it's called faith, right? Some may say, I'll tell this, I told the story about being on the bus and seeing Sea Hope and whatever. Some people are like, oh, girl, that was, you could have seen a thousand yeah. billboards. Yeah. But I didn't see a yeah. thousand billboards. Yeah, you saw that. And how many show placards did I pass mm. that didn't register? Mm. But he told me, look over there. Oh my gosh, you know, and it wasn't the first couple of things I saw didn't register because I was still like, right? But when I got to the old black man, yeah, talking about go high, I was all right, Lord, I get it now, <laughs> doggone it. And when I tell you, everything got better from that moment. But the point is, everything was always going to get better mm. because he didn't. He he's not a trickster, and he doesn't. I don't believe that he put us here for the purpose of suffering. We're here for the purpose of learning and of growing and of loving. Mm. And there may be moments of suffering. You know, oh, Yvette, you love the Lord. Why would he have you, your dad have dementia? So that I could learn patience. Yeah. And that he could learn that he's loved no matter what form he's in. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's not your story. We go through life as if we're the star of the story, but sometimes you're a supporting player in somebody else's story. Mm-hmm. So that means you have to go through something so somebody can see you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah! But meanwhile, somebody is getting strength from the stuff that you're going through. Mm-hmm. So it's like just... Relax. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. You're going to be all right. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what he says. And I'm sorry you started with the wrong one. I'm sorry <laughs> that the, the religion you were in was yeah. the wrong one for you with yeah. your big old brain. <laughs> well, if, if according, I mean, based on that, mm-hmm. I was supposed to go through that. There it is. Now, see, now you're, that's the, see, that is the faith walk mm-hmm. where every, this is the thing. He wastes nothing. Everything is used. Mm. Every moment, every disappointment, every revelation is used. Mm. So I'm gonna put this baby in the Jehovah's Witnesses. You're gonna be with them dogs, they're gonna close doors, but she's going to learn. <laughs> she's going to learn in that. Let me tell you something, that a closed door don't kill you. Cause how many closed doors have you found in the tech world? All of them, 99%. So isn't it interesting that oh, yeah. he had doors slamming in your face from birth? I would not have been able to take the rejection I took to get mm. to where I am if I mm. <laughs> Can we talk about grand design? Shall we talk about grand design? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even say nothing no. Just go no, on. I you put you. it in your pocket. I, 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 appreciate, I, I appreciate the, the conversation about it because most people, they can't even have the conversation mm-hmm. because it challenges their beliefs so much. And I'm like, it's almost like being, it's almost like, I'm going to form this right now, so it may be a little yeah. sloppy, but it's almost like when someone is homophobic, mm-hmm. it's like they're not comfortable in their own skin. Mm-hmm. That's why they can't have the conversation. That's why they can't have the conversation. And you find out later that yeah. they just because they like the, the same too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so sometimes when, I, when this comes up, I mean, it was harder to come out as an atheist in my adult life. <laughs> that's gay. It, that's yeah. gay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because imagine. it's like you have a lot of people who are so disappointed and also look at me diff- Like, look at it. But see, that's ego, different. though, Arlen. Like, you don't have to believe like I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's your life. I can tell from you, you, you hope it for me. I hope it for you just because I know the peace that yeah. it brings, That's right? That's right, I, I don't see a judgment. I see oh, there's you, no judgment. You wish, I, no wish judge, I there's no judgment at all. And I also am crazy enough to believe that we'll have this conversation 
five years from now, 20 yeah. years from now, and it'll be different. I've had a lot of conversations with atheists and I've gotten calls later. Yeah. And I've had this exact conversation, not this exact yeah. because your situation is different, but I, I know the way God moves mm. and I know that he wastes nothing. Mm. And you're thinking, I'm gonna have Yvette come in here, we're gonna talk about community and what are we talking about? We're talking about this, yes. See what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just, and I and I bob and weave and go wherever he calls me to go. Mm. Because I let me listen. We we still in the middle of COVID. I got a, a dad at home. I don't be gathering in small rooms with people. Yeah. But I knew I was supposed to be here mm. on this day with you. Mm. And so I said yes. You see what I mean? Mm. So it's it's literally like I I get deployed. I know what my call is. Mm. So I go where he tells me to go, and I do what he tells me to do. Mm. And it's always for the blessing of someone else. Always, I never I never leave a space where he told me to go, where I'm like, well, why you send me there? Mm. I always go, oh, that's what it was for. You know? Yeah. So. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I don't know how we get back to, music, uh, to money about that, so I think we're gonna wrap it up. You gonna wrap? Yeah, I think we do because, uh, you know, your this has been fascinating. I'm probably probably going to put this on demystifying faith as well. Let's do it. Hi y'all, because uh, this is the conversation. Hey y'all, and I think your um, your take on earlier on spending money the way you, you want to mm -hmm. spend it mm -hmm. for the lifestyle that you want, but given that gem of live one notch, one, one, one notch, notch below. below, one notch below. I think when you haven't had a lot of it, it's really tempting to go it notch is. above. It is, but you know what? If you remember what it was like to not have. Oh, yeah. Like, I will never, ever, ever. I don't ever want to go back. I don't ever want to go back. Ever. I don't ever. I don't ever want to go back. See, you see what I mean? It'll never happen. It'll never happen because you're like, I, I've seen that. Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I know now what I can do. You know, listen, time and chance happen to us all. We could, a hurricane could hit, an earthquake could knock our houses down and we're yeah. all in our cars. I understand that. But, anything that is within my power to do and not balling out of control for the sake of people I don't know to think that I'm amazing. Mm. You know, I don't mind that people know I shop at Target yeah. and Macy's, yeah. you know what I mean? Or, or, or Goodwill, I, uh, I go shopping at thrift stores and Goodwill and stuff. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, it's uh, My ego isn't wrapped into people thinking that I am amazing. So it doesn't matter what car I drive or what purse I carry or, you know, if I'm at if I'm at Punta Cana, I don't even know what that is. I think it's, a, it's an island. Um, it doesn't oh. matter. You didn't know either. Somebody said I, they I went to Punta Cana. Fancy, yeah. It does, don't it? I don't go no place fancy. Yeah. So I don't I don't care if they if they think that I'm the cool kid. I know that I'm not one of the cool kids, which makes me one of the cool kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, I went to bed at eight thirty last night. Oh, you you would have found me there. <laughs> I but listen, I I, mothers like, mothers in bed at least yeah. by nine thirty. If it's not a night. Mavericks night, um, it's like bye. Yeah, yeah, I can't. absolutely. <laughs> I don't I don't have I don't I had a friend that came into town. We were talking about the Grammys. That a friend came in town. She's like, oh, I'm going to this party, whatever. I said, y'all have a great time. <laughs> great time. Only yeah. time I leave the house for short night is if Janet's and we go here a nice little bookend. If Janet's in town and I hear that she, you know, come on out, we gonna yeah. hang, I'll go out and hang. But otherwise Janet will start something like eleven o'clock. Like, I don't know why Janet is so 21. nocturnal. She's so nocturnal. I'm looking at the time and I'm like, I, mean, I can't call it was three hours ago. I can't. I feel like mother's in bed. Yeah. Mother loves you, but mother's yes. in bed. Yes. Yeah. Well, I wish you um I wish you so much. I wish you so much prosperity and um, contentment and thank joy you, and so 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 much it's the same to you um and i thank you for sharing so much of your life here and and, and happiness 
this separate conversation with yeah. me, I do find a lot of value in it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not something that changes overnight, but I do find value yeah. in the conversation. Yeah, so and, it, and this is the thing. It, everyone has an appointed time. Mm. Everybody does. Mm. And, and it's usually when you least expect it. It's like, oh, this is the moment where the light bulb, and it may not turn all the way on, but it's mm. something been flicked. It's been a, it's, yeah. it's a slider that it slid up a little bit. I saw it, it slid up a little bit today. So yeah. it's something to think about. And just, and just again, the prayer is like, listen, if you want me to know who you are, just show me something. Mm. Show me something in a way that I, that I, that I, cause you know me. So show me, if you know me like they say, you know me, mm-hmm. show me you in a way that only I would understand. Mm. And then just wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if that wasn't a conversation, I don't that know was what a it good is. conversation. Thank you. Thank you for being here. My and, pleasure. Um, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna go think about a lot of stuff. I love it. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna go do. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys.